I said a hip hop, a hip it, a hip it, a hip hip hop, and then you don't stop rocking to the bang bang boogie. Sit up, jump the boogie to the rhythm of the boogity boot. Skiddy doo bop, scoob bop, scooby doo, and guess what? America, we love you. Have you ever been over a friend's house to eat and the food just ain't no good? I mean, the macaroni soggy, the peas are moist, and the chicken tastes like wood. So, Biff, what what is the toughest part about a family Thanksgiving in Alabama? God, is this having something to do with like, you know, your uncles are your wife's or whatever kind of you know, uncle the, the wife? Sexual whatever, tension. One of those things. <laughs> the yeah, sexual that, tension. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course. Hey, hey, hey Biff, why? Why is a Thanksgiving turkey fresh out of the oven just like a woman with a tan? A woman with a tan. Why Why is a freshly out of the oven turkey just like a tan woman? Uh, the white meat's the best part. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, boobs, Biff. I'm, I'm talking about boobs. Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome to Carnival Personality. Your good old pal, Jacques. Why am I here? Why am I here? This is Biff. Because uh, Joe can't be, uh, and he is saddened. Uh, there was a scheduling conflict, uh, but Joe and I did just record with next week's Sideshow guest, which I'll talk about in a second. But first, Biff, again, big thank you to Joe. Big thank you to you for last week's Sideshow. I cannot that was tell fun. you. That was fun. Yeah. It, it's It's over 350 of these episodes like of the episodes that we didn't have a guest yeah. this was a top five yeah. top three non-guest yeah. episode um you finding the japanese paper truck <laughs> yeah that is like you know i mean educational right it's like yeah um yeah you can recycle newspaper to some dude driving around in a truck um and uh yeah Dude, I, I knew that toilet paper. the you three of paper. us would have like, you know, certain TV theme songs, Star Wars, yep. Godzilla. Yeah. But but Joe, and it's funny because I just told Joe I was listening to Jimmy Kimmel on, on Seth Meyers and his brother have a have a podcast where they talk to celebrities about family trips that they took as kids. Right, and, okay. and Jimmy Kimmel told this story about one of his favorite child memories is going and visiting their grandparents and like running out the back door to play and the sound of the screen door hit his grandmother's house closing. And I told Joe, cause Joe's like, yeah, that was kind of last minute, but it's a sound that really makes, I'm like, dude, it resonates more than you thought, yep, you know? Yeah. Um, yep. And, and of course, of course I would. I would have been disappointed in you if you didn't have an Ultraman thing. You would right, have di right. been disappointed in me if I didn't have a Star Trek Star thing. Wars, you know, Star Trek, Star Wars, all those kind of things, right? I mean, yeah. Those, yeah. So, yep. so it, and the feedback I got on it, it was so many people had texted me like, oh, my God, when Biff mentioned this. Oh, my God, the, the, the PBS thing that, you know, yeah. that Joe mentioned. Yeah. Uh, but next week's sideshow. So a few weeks back, I did a Greg Bogus Mondo Theater or, or Luna Theater Mondo comedy show. And there was a comedian. 
He's an older guy. His name is Brian Longwell. And he is, he's, he's labeled the corporate comedian and he does a mock motivational. He's not a standup. It's more of a half hour, one man show performance theater. It's like a 30 minute kids in the hall sketch about business. And it's a mock corporate, uh, like, like, like a motivational speaker who goes to a big corporate function. Right. Right. Okay. It kind of does. It's almost an act, right? It's almost a skit, right? It is. It's a. It's yeah. an act. It's. It, it's yeah. an act, yeah. uh, and and he's a character. And dude, he he comes out and he uses an old school overhead projector, you know, and and, and it's all slides. He, like these hand drawn stick figure slides, and he's like, and it starts at like a two or a three, and slowly builds, <laughs> and, and the first five ish minutes you got to ride it out because he's bumbling he's not good at his job he's not really sure how to make the the overhead thing work you know it's and and he kind of doesn't lose you but it's like okay you know okay there's a chuckle but he it's a build and 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 it was funny because you know joe and i were sitting towards the back of the theater and you could see Okay, the light bulb right. just went off over yeah. here. Okay, this person's now, you know, fully on board. Okay, and one by one, everybody gets invested. And within like 15 minutes and for the rest of the thing, it's like he's just dropping dead bodies off here. Right, right, there. yep. In such a subtle way, you know what I mean? It's It's just, so we just had a really great talk with him. And here's the amazing thing. In the, in the late 70s, 80s, he got into... You know, um, uh, he's he's a he's a um, he builds things like like a mechanical engine, uh, like circuit well, it's like, boards. It's an engineer like, kind of a thing. Like he he built and he, and he did. He got in the telecommunication business. He worked for Bell Labs for a very long time. Okay, and then broke off and did his own thing as 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 AT and T as Ma Bell is being broken up as the monopoly. Right, right. I mean. The the time frame between the big phone company being broken up and cell phones becoming a thing i mean the telecommunication was probably the biggest sector and he was right place right time and and you know when the question of like hey how long have you you know when did you give up the day job he's like uh i still have the company you know um he's retired but well he's you know of retirement age and he's still but he's like and then he picked up a circuit board that he was working on before we were chatting as a hobby he still is that guy uh Mm. brilliant brilliant guy that was so that's next week's sideshow so that was a lot but last week's sideshow i'm just going to point out that last week uh, Joe and I went to see Henry Winkler speak. Right, right, right. Uh, I saw the photos. I'm I'm not saying anything about it because I want Joe to be here for it. Yeah. I I will say the best thirty five dollars I spent to see a concert, a comedian. Right. Or what, and I say that because it came with a thirty dollar book, and oh, okay. and you got and you got your picture with them. Yeah. You that, know. Yeah. Oh, that's a bargain. That is a bargain. It, it really is. It that really, is really is. So, so I'm going to yeah. table that. Yeah. Yep. Um, also, uh, this so last week, last week, and this is another really cool thing. I had a comedy gig. It was two hours, two hours and 15 minutes away. It ended up being three hours away or three and a half hours away because, because the club I, kept on moving. Uh, you, you know what? It, 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 look, if you're going to have a comedy <laughs> club on a flatbed truck, 
<laughs> right. <laughs> you know, look, I love the food truck comedy circuit. Don't get me wrong, but mm. I would like to know where you're parked. Uh, no, uh, we got the opportunity and it was it was very special. And my oldest boy got it right away. And the youngest one was kind of too cool for school okay. as it was happening, realized how it's probably a once in a lifetime opportunity. Uh, management's boss, uh, as I have talked, one of her closest friends is on the International Space Station. Uh-huh. And they had a Zoom call with her college basketball team because that's how they know each other from being on the MIT basketball team together. Wow. So you couldn't record it. You couldn't right, take right. videos. You couldn't post right. it on, on social media at the time. Right. Okay. Because it, it's technically considered a military operation. So, oh, yeah, that, that's interesting. But yeah, I guess it's true because um, it's not there might be like so because NASA people forget that NASA is not a military operation uh, or inherently not. Right. I think. Right. But and, um, yeah. But yeah. And she is, you know, her her quote unquote day job is uh, Marine attack helicopter pilot. So she is. They're in a oh, military. So she's a technician. Oh, she's a technician on the space station. Yeah, space she station? she did a spacewalk last week that right, we, that, right. that we were able to watch live. But so my wife's boss so nicely invited us to be there to watch it, and right. so it's it's maybe it's maybe thirty families, <laughs> and it's all her friends, and their and their significant others, their partners, and their kids, and the kids are asking questions. So the first five six seven seven eight minutes it's just a headshot her floating there her hair she has long hair but it's just completely like you know uh, the bride of frankenstein just sticking straight up and she's explaining because there's no gravity yeah, it's either, either you know, bride of frankenstein or marge simpson right right, right. <laughs> and uh and she's she's explaining to the kids yep there's there's always bad hair days there's no gravity this is what <laughs> But then Biff and I yeah. literally had tears. She pulls the camera back uh-huh. and she's wearing her MIT basketball uniform. Oh, nice. And and just everybody erupted. Like, <laughs> like, 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 of think, course. Yeah. Think, think about this. She had to have everything approved to bring with her. And, 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 you know, it's like, you know, and, and like I was joking about this with Joe, you know, in space balls where it's like only bring things essential to survival. And the woman brings a giant hairdryer. You know? like, um, so she had to plan to bring this plan this months in advance. It, yep. And, and then it turns out, you know, when I was texting with, the the wife's boss later about just hey thank you for letting us boys be be part of this yeah. and be there she's like oh by the way that wasn't her uniform she had to have it custom made because you can oh. only you can only have a hundred percent cotton um oh, on the space wow. station right so wow. not only did she have to plan to bring it wow that's uh, that is was, dedication but but I mean, can you imagine honestly if if if, if Hafen's up there and the camera goes back and he's wearing a Paul F and H t shirt <laughs> and it's just us idiots? You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, the, I mean, that was her saying how special everybody was to her. Yeah. Like everybody's at home thinking this is my friend and it's special. We get to think, and this is her way of like, 
I'm just, you know, I, dude, I was, I was in tears and it was great that, you know, my little guy got it and his friend was there and got it. And I'm like, yeah, dude, in 30 years, maybe space travel is a normal thing, but right now there's eight and a half billion people on this planet. There's, there's a half dozen of them. Right. Right. And orbit. Probably, probably, (laughs) probably, probably more than that, but you You know, know, right. But yeah, but still, but, yeah. But uh, yeah, so still less than zero point zero 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 zero. I mean, right, yeah, right, yeah, hundred uh, percent, yeah, obviously, yeah. If Joe was here, we'd almost have as many people on this podcast. If it was us and a comedic guest, right. we'd have half half of the number of people in orbit. Or there anyway. So that was just it was just really special. And look, it's been a lot of emotional things lately because. Um, you know the 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 meeting Fonzie was great. Meeting this, uh, our, our we have we have our friend Guitar Center Scotty. His son was in town to play a game. Right, right, yep. Dude, it was I, so. I bring our oldest guy. I bring Grayson because he's their friends, their pals. Like you know, right. they they've hung out maybe yeah. a half a dozen times. But when 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 Guitar Center's kid was in town looking at schools, yep. we all went out. They're the same age, so we went to see yep. the game. Uh, it was a tournament, and uh, the team they were playing, funny enough, was from Vegas. So here we are in oh. Marlboro, Mass. Um, yeah. And, and here's a team from Quebec playing this team from Vegas. Yep. And you know, and it's it's just funny because you know it's easy to spot his kid. Um, you know, because the names were on. I'm like, hey, but that's that, right, right, that, that's right. him over there. Um, but he's tall, dude. Tall, like 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 G is like taller than me now, and, right. and he was taller than him. Yeah, it's like wow, you know, and you know, obviously, um, you know, I hadn't seen him in a you know a little while, so yeah, and and, and yeah, and he, uh, yeah, no, he's he's a couple inches taller. He's taller yep. than his dad, that's for sure. Um, and so here's the thing. So look, I used to take those trips, and and it was kid, and like you know, right. eating junk food. It's like. You know, I, and I've told the boys because we pulled into a, a hostess outlet. We have these hostess outlets. Right, 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 right. Uh, we have. We actually they have them here too. Okay, so yeah. they're about to go. They're, they're about to expire. And <laughs> well, what are so you right? They pull yeah, them off the right. shelf there, and they're still <laughs> right. good. Look, dude, there's no expiration dates on Twinkies. I let's mean, come be, on. Let's I, be really let's, honest. Let's yeah. Let's not underestimate the power of all the preservatives that they you know, you know carefully pack into those you know products and i remember it's like i take like five bucks there was one like two miles from my parents house right. when i'm in high school right. playing yeah. juniors dude i would take a suit uh, a suitcase a pillowcase right. in and just so i'm like okay i'm gonna load them up with snacks and i hit you know i hit you know guitar center i'm like hey is there something special blah 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 do you want the wife to make x y and c and he's like no whatever you get's great and so i bought all this junk food for the bus ride home <laughs> but then i'm thinking you know what i don't he's an athlete and yeah. I know he's a high school kid, but I mean, I know times sure. have changed. And at the same time, am I going to embarrass him and bring in this? So I didn't. I left it in the car. And right. so so here's some families for people who play on the Vegas team who have family out there. And they came to see right. their kid. And, and some parents made the trip, but there's some, you know, I, I think he's – I'm trying to think. I think there's a couple kids from Europe on the team. Wow. It's, it's mostly Canadians. He's the only American. There's a couple, you know, European kids on the team. Right. But there was a couple people who have local family who came to see him play, and they're giving okay. him gifts and stuff like that. I'm like, right. oh, hey, G, it's cool. Run out to the car to get this. Um, <laughs> and he was just so happy. And, but here's the fun part. And here's here's what I want to talk about for, for a couple minutes. Nicknames. So. 
Okay. Uh, so when uh, in between the first and second period, um, actually they they play two halves, you know, because it was a tournament thing. There's so many teams. Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah. they play two 25 minute halves is what they played, and I see you know, a girl wrapped in a Canadian blanket. I go over it like her and her mom. I said, hi, the, the daughter spoke perfect English mom, yep. you know, uh, the French. And she spoke some English, but she all French. And I'm like, right. Hey, blah, 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 this. And I'm like, yeah, you know, is your son on the team? He goes, yeah, my brother, he plays this. And yep. who you're here to see? I'm saying, Oh, I'm here to see this kid. And they're like, Oh, Beverly Hills. <laughs> That's his nickname. That's his nickname. Uh, oh my god! And and so we see him after he comes out of the locker room. Well, obviously, they know nothing about LA geography. Oh my god! You no, know, I'm I'm and, yeah, and, that because, is funny. But that's where they live. He lives. He lived in Beverly Hills, and yeah. so and so. I'm like, as soon as he comes out, I'm like, hey, Beverly Hills, and he starts laughing. Yeah. He goes he goes yeah. He goes. I, I I said, does everybody assume that you know celebrities? And he didn't get pissed, but his expression dropped. And he's like, dude, people literally ask me, do we have dinner at the Kardashians' house? <laughs> like, and, and it's funny because people really assume that, oh, you're from Beverly Hills. You must know. Let's see. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it it is that, you know, that whole, you know, like. I mean, you know, we don't go around expecting, you know, people from, you know, Montreal to just casually be eating dinner with Patrick Roy, right? I mean, so, yeah. But, it's the, but, it's but true. It, is, it, is, it is funny. It is funny. Because I, I remember seeing Martin Short, Martin Short talking a few years ago okay. that he signed his kids up for hockey, not because he's Canadian and he wants them to play hockey, not because they love the sport. It was just the best place to network. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Actually, um, you know, I, I actually told one of my coworkers a long time ago, I said, you know, you know, if you come to L.A., um, it's a great place to, you know, if you because he, he played hockey in college. I think he, you know, in fact, I think where did he go to? I think he went to B.C. and he played, you know, college hockey. There's so, a hey, great place, great place to network if you know, if you ever want to because he wanted to be in the you know entertainment business. So whatever yeah, no uh, one thousand and that's a funny thing it's like of course he's crossed paths with children of celebrities right, and right. stuff like that you know right. where he went to high school and stuff and that's a funny thing because grayson was starting to laugh and he's like yeah because because my kid doesn't remember but every now and then somebody will come up on tv and right. and 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 management will say oh papa played hockey with him no he didn't and then she'll scroll to a picture you know or, <laughs> or this but yeah oh dude his expression just dropped and the frustration of without saying it, he 100% said, do you know how many times people ask me that question? <laughs> uh, I, I will tell you, uh, his dad, we absolutely love. His mom yep. is a fucking sweetheart. Yep. Uh, he, he got the best from both of them. And, yep. and, and I told you, like, when he went up and he has his prep school uniform on and, 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 and he Guitar Center sent me a picture, I'm like, why right. are you sending me a picture of Japanese boy band boy, lead boy, <laughs> Oh, wait, that's your kid. kid. You know, uh, he is. He, he has he has the Canadian. Dude, is it insulting to say Canadian polite if he's half Japanese? Because Japanese tend to be very polite as well. But but Canada's really known for the politeness. They'd be beating the fuck out of you. Hey, I'm really sorry about this. Yeah, <laughs> you know? it, it's, a, it's a different flavor. Canadian Canadian politeness and Japanese politeness are different flavors. 
but yeah. a good uh and and I thought he was a forward but on this game he was playing D and he oh, had okay. the same lateral movement of his dad the same right. okay and I was pointing it out to to my guy I'm like just just don't watch the play watch him because right. the puck don't watch where the puck is because yeah. he, but he's going to be where the yeah. puck's going to wind up yeah and yeah. there was three or four times when my kid looks at me and goes how did he know to go there i'm like yeah i, I said I can live a thousand lifetimes and I won't be able to explain that yeah. to you, but you, you get it or you don't. And his kid yeah. gets it. I will say this, uh, very disappointed and, uh-huh. and, and, and guitar center son, because after each whistle did not just push another kid for no reason. <laughs> I, I said, like none of that. Like, 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 you uh. know, the goalie makes a save, the whistle blows, he either skates away or skates. Away. There was yeah. no, pushing just because you could they're not gonna call it they're not gonna call it they're not gonna call it but you 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 know very disappointed very you know what it is though you know what it is though it, it is it is kind of interesting that and i don't you know, i i don't know about the canadian side right but you know usa hockey really they're really you know it's really clamped down i mean you know okay. they're you know they're they've really taken the violence out of it um i will also say this blinding the speed is blowing so fast. The Holy kids are so fast. shit. And not just that, like you look at their you look at the drills that they were doing. Oh my god. I mean the, they they're such good puck handlers. It's really, really scary how good they are. I mean, you know, <laughs> there was a couple plays where I didn't do it, I didn't do it. I didn't throw my hands up and say, oh, come on. But there was a couple, oh, come on moments. But for the most part, the kids were disciplined. Um, Like like the breakouts, like on a breakout, you had two options. Yeah. You you always had two options. Yeah. You know, you had had the winger stapled to the board, but the other winger and center were crossing to kind of give you space. It's like, same thing. Everybody's. You know, everybody's skates were in their defensive zone. Yeah. <laughs> you know, before before the other teams like third man made it to the zone. Like yeah. they, you know, there was all that. It was dude, but this the speed. Yeah. It was, yeah. you know, but it was European hockey. Even even the checking thing. There was so there was two or three times where it's like, oh no, oh no, oh, okay. Well, he chose to kind of not <laughs> You know, um, just, it, well, like lower the boom. Well, not just that, but there's also you know, the the dump and chase is not you know like it's the puck possession is such a big deal now that you know they do a lot less of the you know I mean they still dump and chase right it's, it's, it's still done right but it's but, it's dump and chase yeah. with a purpose yeah like like they're th- they're either doing the soft dump to the far yeah. corner yeah knowing that the winger has the bead and the defenseman has yeah. to turn or yeah. it's around the horn type thing so that you're gonna you know maybe yeah. get maybe get your D to get a change while you're getting right. a deep time. This is smart hockey and they're just yeah. fucking kids. And it's like, yeah. but it, it was, but it was really, yeah. really great to see him. Um, yeah. You know, like I said, three and a half hours away. I just yeah. drove, like I said, I drove a half hour in the wrong direction. So it took me almost three hours to get up to do my comedy show the other day because it, it was Northern Maine. And, and I even said that because I, I think, yeah. I think guitar center feels guilty. It's like, Oh, am I really going to have my pal drive? Dude, I drive this far every like, yeah. like so. So it's funny when you talk about when you see these kids and you see their warm up. Yeah. When you see a real team, a college team, right. yeah. No, I, I, the good high school teams here, 
but yeah. but when you it, but this is the next level up from good high school. Yeah. Uh, and when well, you unless, unless unless you're talking about Shaddock St. Mary, I guess in uh, <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> then, then you know. Yeah, the place where like you know the, the Sidney Crosby's go right, you know. Yeah, a, a, a factories. Those are factories, yeah, yeah. and 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 it's funny because when you line up Maria Dennis coming on the show, yeah. who's sh- when I told her that my niece goes to Cushing, yeah, she instantly was like, "Oh, that's a hockey factory. Like yeah. that's that's just a factory." I'm like, yeah. "Yep, you know," and she's in that machine. So here's here's so. The fact that his nickname is Beverly Hills, yeah. and the, and that the, the the other the mom you know the player tells me that, and then when I told him, it was a really special moment. I'm driving with my little guy the other day, and um and I pick up his buddy, and his mom wasn't there, but we we knew from text. I'm like, hey, can you call your mom and and let her know that that I got you? Yeah. And so he's talking in Portuguese, and he says something in Portuguese. And my my little guy's in the front seat. We already picked up one of his friends who's Portuguese, uh, Brazilian, right. who speaks. But in his yeah. house, yeah. in his house, they speak Portuguese, Portuguese, because mom was from Brazil and dad was from Portugal. Okay. And in the other kid, they speak Brazilian Portuguese. Okay. Um, but there's, you know, it's 80 percent the same. But the kid said something and my little guy threw his hands up and, and it's on speaker. I can hear right. him talking to his mom and I can pick out a few words here and there. And he's like, oh, I hate that. I'm like, what? He goes, the name they call me. I'm like, oh, OK. He hungs up and I look and I said, hey, Lucas, what do you guys call? Because we call him squishy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, I want to say it right because I've been working on it. Uh, Cabaludo, which means long hair. Oh, okay. And 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 I'm like, dude, I'm like, I'm like, squish. That's a great name. And it's yeah. funny because I looked to the other kid. I said, D, what do you guys call him? He goes, yeah, Cabaludo. Because think about these kids and and their parents can't keep track of all. Right, right, right. Friends. Of course not. Yeah. And so this is because his hair goes down to his ass and it's gorgeous. It's kind of like how some of us refer to, you know, one of our acquaintances as sunflower boy. Right, right. Well, and I I told him that I said, squish. First of all, when a name comes out like this. Yeah. And it's not a mocking thing. It's it's literally yeah. a term of affection and yeah. that everybody knows it. I said, yeah, there's got there's thriller, there's all star, there's guitar center, there's yeah. new guy. You know, there you know, you go down the and and not, the only mean name was Tanker, but <laughs> in, in our defense. <laughs> But dude, it was such, and I loved it. I loved that I was there to find this out and to hear it. And it's like, and I told him, it's like, dude, I hated being called Jock. Like I'm, I'm about the same age as him. I'm 13 or 14 in the first year. I hate it because the nickname came from Jacques Lemaire. Like of all the hatred, of all the hatred I've had for sports teams. Sports, yeah, yeah. The, the Canadians. Mid, I mean, mid, obviously, yeah. One of the mid-80s but... me. Look, look, uh, 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 honest truth. Biff, honest truth. The My dad leaving... Versus the heartache I felt and dealt with at the hands of Lahabi Tants, much worse, oh, much, wow. much, much more sorrow brought to me in my life through the 70s and yeah. 80s because of them. And I hate it. But then it's stuck. And I'm like, dude, maybe it phases out. But I'm telling you. And that's what it, we've been it, it calling. Literally, it literally is like calling a Philly kid Sydney, right? I mean, you know. Right. Right? So and so, uh, so he played. Um, they had to win two games in like three days. And dude, it's yeah. cold here now. It is cold yeah. here, and it's still the outdoor league. And they played in the championship. Uh, it was great. If you were wondering, 
to you, Biv, or anybody else. Uh-huh. Uh, it was in Northern. Uh, it was in, um, oh, I'm trying to think of the town, about halfway up in New Hampshire, a very rural area. There's eight fields. So this was the championship for all New Hampshire levels okay. from, okay. you know, the girls under 18 to the, you know, boys under 18 or 19 things. And, and so if you were wondering if racism is alive and well in rural New Hampshire, <laughs> Um, before my kids did sports, we used to joke at FNH because I'm a hothead that I was going to be one of those dads in no. sports and, and I no. never was, I never have been. And then, and then I remember when, when one hockey dad beat another yeah. hockey dad to death, we would talk about it and people like, Oh, yeah. Joe. my kids were never in sports. And then when they weren't, even when they were doing jujitsu, I sit there and I watch and I don't say a goddamn thing. Yeah. I don't cheer for them. You know, no, I know right, I don't right, right, right. because it's yeah. like, you know, you know, I, I won't get into it, but like, when, you know, me. he won't cheer for me. No, it's one of those <laughs> things. It's like uh, when 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 yeah. you're telling someone bridge, 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 you know, it's like, yeah, dude, yeah. it's a lot easier sitting where I am to call those things. <laughs> Look, yes, yes or no. I am a much better quarterback than Tom Brady ever was when I watched the replay from five different angles in slow-mo and I saw the open guy <laughs> that he didn't pass it to. Am I right or am I wrong? <laughs> Yeah. So that's the thing. It's like it's perception. So I just sit there. No, I cheer if they do something yeah. good. I'm like, but, but I do, and I just film the games yeah. in the football games. The same thing. Yeah. I I don't talk to anybody. You know, I'm social with the other parents, but I don't yell at the refs. Uh, that, with the one exception is I got to one of the older kids' football games about a month ago, and as I'm getting out of the car, the guy next to me who pulled in was putting on his ref jersey, and I oh, said, okay. "And I said, should I start yelling at you about the missed calls <laughs> now, now, or should I wait till <laughs> after the game?" You know. He goes, because dude, I haven't had my coffee yet, but you know, when we walk back to the car, you can, <laughs> and it was really a funny yeah. moment, you know, Just ask, yeah, yeah. You know, what's your, what's your favorite, you know, a call to be, you know, uh, <laughs> told that you fucked up on, right? Well, you know, and I did, I was talking to the ref. I'm like, dude, I played hockey for 30 years before I ref my first game. And the first time I dropped a puck on a face off and realized, oh shit, I don't know anything about this game. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Re- refing is just like you know if you've ever ref it's like it's just the worst like i i had to um ref um my uh my boy kevin's um like intramural basketball games and i'm thinking oh my god i mean like dude this is intramural stuff nobody knows anything about what's gonna happen whatever and like these kids are like you know they're just like i mean so, and yeah. so i just keep my mouth fucking yeah. shut yeah but uh other so uh, most of the teams that my son has played this year, um, I'm going to say are 90 plus percent Caucasian. Okay. Uh, this team that they played uh, on the finals, I think the darkest kid is translucent. Okay. Not so much. <laughs> the darkest kid is translucent. <laughs> okay. Uh, my oh kid, my goodness. So my kid, when, 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 when their team is out there, I'm going to say, 40% of the people are cheering in Spanish. 40% right, are cheering right. in Portuguese. And, you know, the coach is, yeah. the coach is from Mexico. Um, right. And, and he's, there's, he's only one. There's like 17 kids on the squad. There's only two kids who percent as Caucasian. Um, and during the season, right. there's been things said now and then. But this was the finals and people were just nasty. Yeah. I'm. I mean, dude, I'm not going to repeat what was said. I, listen, Nasty. I mean, you know what? It's 
it's not like it's a New Hampshire thing, right? Because we have the we have this. I, I we've had had that in like Southern California. That's supposed to be so whatever, right? I mean, right. It's, it it really is. It really is everywhere. It's like people kind of, and I think that's one of those false narratives where people like to make it think think like make you think that yeah if you go to these kinds of places that's where all the racism is no 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 racism is freaking everywhere it's everywhere but it was and so but it is uh, horrible that you know that you have full-grown adults doing that right one of them says something to the goalkeeper the play goes the other way and i don't know if he said it to the goalkeeper but said it about the goalkeeper to another dad maybe 20 yards away and the goalkeeper turns and he's 14 he starts walking towards them he goes Say it again, fucker. And the kids, yeah. and, and, and now the dad yeah. clutches his pearls. <laughs> hey, good for him. There are kids around here. And, and, yeah. and, and, and I said, yeah. I said, well, and now I'm like 10 feet behind. There's a little, yeah. hi, there's yeah. a little yeah. hill, and I'm standing on top of the hill for the vantage point of videotaping, right. you know? Yeah. And, and I say to him, I said, well, you can come say it to me, my friend. And now Ellen, my, the wife, like, says, Jock, stop. And I said, you know, yeah. he's he's really wants to pick a fight with a 14-year-old. And then the guy, and it went on, like, you know, other people. And then finally, yeah. like, the, the president comes over. He stops yeah. the game. He goes, we're going to clear yeah. the field. And I said, please do. He goes, no, I'm serious. I said, I'm serious. Let the kids yeah. play. Yeah. I'm happy as all going back to our cars and yeah. even leaving the property if you yeah. if you know i'm more than happy doing that and he wasn't expecting that he was expecting yeah. people to say yeah. whatever or fight him yeah. or whatever yeah. i'm like you know what let's all go home let let the yeah. kids just fucking play but dude it just hurts i mean these are yeah. kids it's an yeah. under 14 team it's an under 14 travel team a couple kids are 12 there's one kid who's 11 dude he's he doesn't come up to your he doesn't come up to your shoulders right oh is he good like, like, oh, is he one of these? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just keep your eye on him. Um, but yeah, but it was fine. Um, you know, and, and they lost one to nothing one, you know, one nil. And he was, he was really hurt, you know, my, my, cause he's a captain of this team and, yeah. you know, uh, I, I will tell you the game before, maybe I'll post it. I, I'm on the other side of the field, so I don't have a great advantage point of it, but he is in a full sprint. I mean, a full sprint and the kid chasing him down like pushes him right on the numbers oh. and, and and when i say he yeah. he went he was airborne for at least six or seven oh. yards oh my god uh, but and, and, and the funny thing is he's gotten trouble in school a couple times because he was taking a nap and somebody shook him awake and he literally picked him up spiked him and put him in a hold this time he just got up the kid got a yellow card it was a penalty kick and so uh-huh. all my kid did is like just clap and like yep yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll i will take <laughs> being launched from a catapult uh-huh. like this and exchange and that was for the playoff game before but no i mean when you talk about nicknames it was like the fact that yeah. you know you know guitar center kid is named like you know beverly hills my kid is you know cabaludo um and it's it, you know it's fun so uh it's been an interesting thing and i like i said i did i went i went up to maine i did a comedy show uh got to open for so i I will say one thing so you know i did not have a nickname but it was really so much fun where like all the other guys would sing you know back then they had a um kawasaki had an you know uh ad campaign where it goes you know kawasaki let's the good good times roll roll. yeah so they changed that to yamazaki so i get that you know (laughs) From that was it was great hearing it you know from multiple people multiple times a day that was awesome i just love that yeah 
So, but overall, what do you think of nicknames, Biff? Oh, it's great. It's the best. <laughs> it's the best. For those listening. <laughs> I, I will say, though, I will say, though, and I love many of those, you know, the hockey nicknames, but it really annoys me. And it's, it's kind of like it's supposed to be, the, I guess, a funny charm thing, right? Like every guy named Cha- Ca- you know, Campbell is going to be soup. It's like, right. come on, come on. Right. right? So, I mean, that kind of stuff, right? So when it's so natural and stuff like that, you know, it is. It's 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 just great. So no, uh, it, it it's been an interesting thing. So like I said, I went up to to Maine. I did a show. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it was at one of those theaters that have full table service, a food like a full menu and stuff like that. Right, right. Um, you know, so th- so that was fun. The guy I opened for is one of these other, you know, Ken Rogerson, uh, another 65, 60, 65 ish, uh, okay. Boston legend who. And they're all friends with Lenny Clark, and they've all done um, episodes of Rescue Me. And, okay, cool. And, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And, and they all have those fun stories because, you know, I mean, there's a group. There's a group of about 15 of these guys who all survived the 80s. I think yeah. once once they all hit 40, they're like, holy shit, how are we alive? And now. Hey, Rocky, watch me pull a rabbit out of my hat. Again? Nothing up my sleeve. Crystal! Wrong hat! I take a seven and a half. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. It's been a while since we've done a self-indulgent theater, (laughs) and I have asked the birthday boy if he could delight me, and I'm quite sure you, dear listener, by reading the primetime lineup for 1977 as the voice of 1977, Casey Casey. Ah, yeah, I guess I could try that. Um... All right, so just imagine. T- I'm taking you back to 1977. Here, let's give this a try. It's Casey Kasem here with the 1977 NBC fall lineup. This Thursday on NBC, it's Punch, it's the other guy. <laughs> They're California Highway Patrolmen, otherwise known as Chips. Followed at 9 Eastern, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, Nine Pacific, because they don't go that far back. It's Man from Atlantis. That's not Jason Momoa. (laughs) Then at 10, Rossetti and Ryan. I think that's some sort of a pasta combination. I'm not sure. You know, if you're going to lead into the 10 o'clock lineup with these fucking weird titles, you know, maybe give me a heads up. Is this a drama? Is this a comedy? I'm coming out of a... The man from Atlantis going into a fucking Russell and Ryan at what at ten is Don on the phone. That's on NBC. You want me to do ABC? Yeah. Uh, you don't have to do Fox. Uh, in case you could. Coming up at nine PM on ABC, it's Welcome Back Cotter, back for their seventh season. <laughs> no, they only had four seasons, isn't that right? Yeah, you got your John Travolta's and your your Gabe Kaplan's, and um, that's all I know. Oh, then Horshack, you got that nerd Horshack, followed by your Black Show. What's happening? <laughs> there you go. There's one for you. What? You're not happy with just one show? Now later in the year, instead of watching what's happening at eight thirty on Thursday night, you're watching Fish. You know, Abe Vigoda, soon to be dead Abe Vigoda. I'm sure. He's got to go sometime, right? I mean, he didn't look too healthy in The Godfather. I'll tell you that. Followed at 9 p.m. by Barney Miller. The same writers who went on to write Night Court, by the way. I 
I'll have you know. Well, how would I know that? It's 1977. <laughs> 9.30. Carter Country. What the fuck is Carter Country? Is Dawn on the phone? <laughs> and then at 10 o'clock, it's the Red Fox Comedy Hour. Can a man relax? <laughs> if you want lighter fare in the winter, you're watching Beretta. Nothing possibly bad can happen from that. And that's your ABC Thursday night lineup. And now the last one. Now oh, the- CBS? Yeah. All right. Was, was CBS just holding on? Or did they have CBS was, they were rocking. I think oh. NBC was the shitty one. At 8 p.m., it's that lovely Christian family we love to say goodnight to, the Waltons. Followed by, at 9 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Mountain, Hawaii Five O, And then, 10 o'clock, Barnaby Jones, starring, was it Buddy, what's that guy's name? Buddy Upson, right? Buddy Upson? Was it Buddy Upson? I don't know. Is Siri on the phone? Wasn't it Buddy Upson? It wasn't Buddy Hackett, I'll tell you that. Should have been. Who the fuck cares? I'm coming out of a fucking Hawaii 5.0 dedication. We got a nice uplifting show about Hawaii cops. Book them, Dano. And that's your CBS lineup on Thursday night. I'm Casey Kasem. Keep your feet on the ground. Keep reaching for the stars. And keep trying to reach Don. I want to know if those photos of mine are ready. And now back to your regularly scheduled program. You know, the other fun thing is... How much are you following the Taylor Swift? And, I, and I'm not being a smart mouth when I uh-huh. say this. Dude, she is an economy onto right, herself. Right. Well, I, I guess, you know, the thing that really was, you know, you know, uh, uh, the fact that she put the Eras, you know, concert in theaters, right? Completely bypassing studios, right? And for that to sell so much, right? And that's that's kind of like an eye opener, right? Like the studios are saying, you know what? I mean, and you're seeing all this stuff with the strikes and everything going on, and they're, you know, they're they're being what they, you know, you know, that's what they do, right? The you know, the rich and the powerful try to cut out the actual people who are doing the work, and then 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 they suddenly see, holy crap, they could just cut us out, right? I mean, that oh. that I think. You know, among everything that she's done, that thing was like, wow. And she's the first artist to become a billionaire solely on music. Yeah. She, has, she hasn't done the movies and the fragrances and the clothing line. This or, is, or just, has, you know, just, just business in general, right? I mean, yeah. Right. You know, you know yeah. like, like Ryan Reynolds, arguably so, so far. Now, granted, the century is only 23 years old. Yeah. Arguably one of the greatest business minds of this century is Ryan Reynolds. But she is just doing this on the strength of her yeah. music and yeah. how she's fighting for other musicians. Yeah. And the whole thing with Spotify. And no, she's just and then you hear the crazy stories about how much she's paying. Right. You know, yeah, the, yeah. the drivers. Well, the, right. so then she starts dating like, you know, or, or Kate, you know, the, the, the football Paris player. Kelsey, yeah. And, and there was a, I was listening to something on NPR. Now she's not getting a dime of this, right? but the merchandising that they're making off, you know, off Kansas city chief jerseys being sold right. because yeah. of, of him, yeah. like, Super Bowl MVP, all the shirts that you were going to buy for him, you bought in February or March after the Super Bowl. But now it is crazy. And it, then- yeah, one of the things that is hilarious, though, is that all these football guys just not, you know, understanding that how much 
she is changing, you know, like how much of an impact she's having on the NFL. Oh, NFL was like the biggest sport before. But you, I, you don't understand the new levels, you know, that oh. we're getting into with this, right? It's, it's, you know, when you have these, you know, whatever, nine-year-old girls who would, you know, who basically ran away on Sunday from her dad because they're not, you know, she's going to be stuck watching football is now, you know, watching football because of, you know, this one thing. I mean, that is, I mean, that's, it's, it's insanity. I mean, it's, it's crazy. It is insane. Hey, I just looked at down in a note. I meant to bring this up when we were yeah. talking to the comedian, Brian Longwood. Yeah. He has a, he, he has a very uh, John Taylor Columbo approach to his, okay. his, and, and he said, and he goes, Oh, it's funny, you know, cause, cause Joe had pointed that out, like the Columbo oh. thing. He goes, Oh, it's right. funny. You mentioned that him and his wife, had just been reading about a series of detective books in Japan in the 40s. Okay. The Columbo was based off of, and I wish I remembered the name. So next week, I'll, I'll you know, I'll make note of it when we, when oh, you listen oh. back. But he's like, yeah, it was, it was a series of, of detective novels in the 40s and 50s in Japan. That I wonder the, if it's, uh, if it's, I wonder if it's one of the Edogawa Rampo books. But yeah, I mean, there, yeah, interesting. Um, the, but speaking of Columbo, have you ever seen Kevin Pollock do his uh, Columbo impressions? It, it hurts. Oh my god! It oh absolutely god. hurts. It's just so good. Uh, it so one more pretty. thing. <laughs> uh... yeah. And the fact that he could do the eye thing, where he gives one eye, you know, oh. you know, still while you know. Oh my god. No, the, 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 those guys, those guys who can just do do everybody does a Christopher Walken, everybody does. But right, when, right. when you're that good at that it, good at that thing was, it's really too bad. Like some of these guys don't do stand up anymore, right? Like uh, M- Michael Keaton's a great stand up guy. I don't think he does it anymore. I don't think he's done it in like 20 years, you know, but yeah, it's it, it, again, you know, it, it was just recent that I found out. Wait, wait, what? Michael Keaton was a stand-up. Oh, you know? so like maybe you didn't have the have it in their early days, but um, before Comedy Cent- Comedy Central used to be called something else. Laugh, like the Laugh. It was channel. a Laugh yeah, Network. Yep. Right. Right. Laugh. Right. And you know, it's kind of like early MTV, right? They just had whatever clips that they could get. They just kept on airing. You know, they didn't have their own programming. They just basically, right? Just like they, you know, they took the MTV formula for comedy. And then, so I would see, like you know, like Michael Keaton. Oh my God, Michael Keaton does stand up, you know. So, yeah, it was great. Sid Caesar had a show on that, and I remember one sketch: a rock band came out and like, "Are you guys ready to rock?" And somebody's like, "Can you give us five minutes?" <laughs> just, just, I always and the, and that that became like you know one of the bumpers in and out of commercials for like the next year or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to go down the list here. Um, I have no crimes today. No you crimes know, I, today. I saw, I saw a hilarious one and I'm trying to remember what it was because it was, you know, one of those things where it was a little new wrinkle on the crime. So I wish I would remember that, you know, you know, I'll do some uh, quick searches on the side to see if I could quickly find it. But now I just keep going. Yeah, I, uh, I, you know, I haven't been playing any games, but I did go into Verizon today because <laughs> uh, we pay so much for Internet. And my kid, who's a gamer, like, w- you know, th- our house, 
where the where the router is, one kid's room is forty. We measured forty two feet from where his PC is to where the router is, and there's no steel okay. walls. There's no concrete girders. Uh, he has to run an Ethernet cable from the router there. Now, okay. we have a small. Eh, it's probably like. 10 by 10 like clubhouse outside that we built for the boys when we moved here the little guy will be out there on his p it's it's not in the house it's 50 yards away from the house little shed but he will be out there playing fifa uh right his ps5 has 100 percent you know capacity so uh so that so the so i went into the store and the guy's like basically he's giving me the have you turned it on and turned it back And it's funny because I, 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 you know, I'm always start off nice, but then I'm like, dude, I'm old. I've been doing this for a while. I'm telling you, we spend 300 bucks a month and yes, I've, we've also bought the extenders. We've done this. We've done that. It's like that you guys gave us a new router a, 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 a year ago. It's like, so they're sending somebody over tomorrow. So my whole gaming thing. So Joe's gaming thing, by the way. Joe has fallen it down into a new little rabbit hole where he's okay. repairing old systems. Oh, okay. Like so, like the whatever the Ataris and stuff yeah, like that. You mean? T- take taking yeah. apart the. Oh, this isn't really working. Okay, well, and and you know this, it's all on YouTube if you have the patience right. and, and the. Um, what do you call it? like the aptitude you know to to do it but that's become one of his new hobbies it's like yeah i can fix this which is that's cool which is awesome so what was he like does he is he one of those like because i know there's been people who kind of you know just get these right fix it and turn it around and then and then that's how they fund you know more or whatever kind of no thing. this is joe so he can fix it and use it use it okay so because he could probably turn it around right could sure, sure, but, sure. Then he, but then he wouldn't have it. <laughs> um, he'd also have to, he'd also have to, like, you know, like maybe deal with people and stuff like that. So maybe that's not, you know, that's not so um, attractive yeah. either. Um, and, and, and anything happening in sport other than, than Taylor Swift's boyfriend playing football? <laughs> I mean, uh, you know what is kind of hilarious is that I know that you don't really follow, you know, hockey in general and definitely not hockey outside of, uh, Boston, but man, the uh, the Edmonton Oilers, like you know, uh, disaster right now is freaking hilarious. It's like, I mean, there's just full on panic where you have essentially, you know, arguably two of the f- top five players in the NHL, and they're just like, and they they lost to they they gave the San Jose Sharks their first win of the season, and the Sharks is a team that lost. You know, that gave up 10 goals on back-to-back games and, you know, to Vancouver and Pittsburgh. And then so, you know, I was thinking, well, you know, this is probably exactly what the Oilers need. Play a real crappy team and lo and behold, freaking. No, the the only like now and then on Instagram in between stand-up comedy clips and drum clips and um, early 80s punk clips, I will see like – I don't really see clips. Uh, Like I see old clips. Like I – like I'll see old – but I'll see – Oh, a lot of European like soccer memes and like yeah. funny like like funny things. But I'll see like you know uh, a, a literal a literal dumpster on fire rolling down the street. Yeah. And somebody yeah. will superimpose the yeah. Oilers logo on that. Yeah. Oh and, my god, it's and, just so so brutal. 
you know. so brutal. Uh, but you know, it's it's funny. Like I said, uh, the only hockey that I'm going to follow is uh-huh. uh, I got tickets for a couple U um, University of Massachusetts Lowell game coming up. Okay, yeah, it's, yep. it's fun. They're right down the street. College hockey is a blast. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And and, and when I took my little guy last year for Star Wars night, of course, yeah. he was also amazed. I want to say it wasn't thirty, but there was at least a twenty-five piece brass band. <laughs> you know, full on drum kit, like yeah. all the, and it's loud and they're awesome and it's just so much fun. Um, yeah, yeah, so, 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 so that's about it. So that's the only, and literally, like, uh, uh, just, just the, just the, just the European football clips that he constantly will take my phone and say, Hey, did you see this? Hey, this person just did a bicycle. Hey, can I, can we stream the highlights of this yeah. game? It's like, yeah. But other than that, 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 that's my whole, my yeah. whole sports thing is that, yeah. uh, well, I, and you know, I mean, call it, you know, that whole hockey East college hockey, has got some quality talent, right? So, I mean, you, you know, you're going to have some blue chip guys, you know, you're gonna see some blue chip guys playing, right? So, I, when I the last time I went to a game, I had um, on the app, I I get the ULO hockey, the the ULO radio right. station streaming, right. and it is funny when they're like, oh, they were playing Merrimack College between the uh-huh. two teams. There was at least five to six people yeah. on the ice yeah. who are properties of this team, property of that. Yeah, team. yeah, yeah. You know, well, Kale McCarr, he didn't play for, he played for uh, UMass and not you know Lowell, but. Um, Kill McCarr, you know, played for UMass. So I mean, I mean, you, I mean, people you know, like people in your area were seeing freaking, you know, the best defenseman in the NHL, you know, on a right. regular basis. Right there, yeah. No, it it it's it, the abundance of riches when it comes to that. It's yeah. It's the only college, yeah. you know, all other college sports here suck, you know. But that 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 arguably hands down the best. Uh, you watching anything other than hockey? Do you are you still on back of Dragon Slayer? The, the, you know what? Well, so the dragon, the demon slayer. Um, I actually apologies. Season. Yeah, I have to. I have to catch up on those. But uh, you know, I you know, and I don't know when I'll catch up. But because I've been just so busy with work. But yeah, uh, you know, maybe in the in the during the uh, holidays, I'll get get a few episodes in. It, it took um, us forever just because of the boys' schedule and the yeah. wife's schedule. Uh-huh. We just, it, it honestly, Loki came out and we, we just watched yeah. the final episode. Here's the thing about the MCU. Either things just work out and yeah. come up sunshine yeah. for them all the time. Right. Like they keep, they keep drafting low in the seventh round and keep coming up with, <laughs> you know, blue chip right. quarterbacks. Right. But the way Loki ended, when I say the first time you see Loki I want to say it's 2008 and the first Avengers movie after you meet all the Avengers. Maybe, maybe that's 211. The the first one was Thor, right? He was in, he was the Thor was the first one, right? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. right, Thor. Uh, But the first time he's really, yeah, no, he was big in Thor. You're right. But he was the guy. And, 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 and he keeps. Well, it's just that it's just in the Avengers, like he, he that you know that guy that was kind of hilarious, you know, in, in Thor was really. I mean, that's where it, that's where he really kind of you know he had a, this thing, right? He had a catchphrase in Avengers yeah. that he kept yeah. saying over and over. Uh, I, I I I'm Loki of Asgard, and I'm burdened with glorious purpose. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. fifteen years later. 
he is Loki of Asgard who is truly burdened <laughs> with glorious purpose. Yeah. And, and it's a self-fulfilling prophecy that he never ha- could have yeah. envisioned. The way they ended the show, yeah. it's like, yeah. holy, in a billion years, you know, you what's it? You, you know, an infinite number of monkeys and an infinite number of rumored typewriters will type out everything that Shakespeare wrote. <laughs> Those monkeys would not have come up with how Loki ended yeah. so mm. perfectly and ties it all together. And it's like, wait a minute. Wait, hold on. Hold on. When he was saying I'm Loki burning with glorious purpose 15 years ago, did you guys think that <laughs> oh, after this phase one ends and then after phase two ends, at the end of phase three, we're going to have this happen? Oh, yeah. So they're okay. either they're either the most brilliant, forward-thinking writers and creative people in the history of humanity, or sometimes things just work out. <laughs> no, well, hey, how about yeah. at the end of season two we have this happen? Oh, I like that. <laughs> I mean, it, it, I, I will say that, and this is where like I feel like I was. It made it. It made me so much more on the writer's side as we were going through this because, like, like writing in in these you know shows, movies, whatever, is just so good now, right? There, like, you look at the stuff that's considered to be great stuff from like whatever the seventies and eighties, and you know many of them are great stuff, but like you know where they you know where they go right now, it is just so 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 good, you know. And their attention to now, the attention to detail. Like, yeah. like the attention to like when I, not just the callbacks, but yeah, the, the, these three seemingly disconnected, not, yeah. you know, relevant, like to, to one another kind of, um, um, loose threads. Right. Two years later, 10 years later, tie off into this nice yeah. little bow over yeah. here yeah. type thing. Yeah. So so yeah. that was great. Uh, uh, what, what what do we have to wrap it up with a parenting tip, Biff? Oh, my God. I, I really have nothing this week. I mean, it's just been, you know, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> my child, you know, rage quit his job and it's fine. And so he's going to do a career change and it's probably good. Like, well, I will say this. How's, how's this? It's not a really a parenting tip, but uh, just a general tip that um, uh, I received uh, during a very horrible time at my work um, where one of the things that as we were going through, you know, kind of these groups, you know, sessions, they said, you know what? If you're unhappy at work, 40 hours a week is a, it's a long time during the week to be feeling miserable. So, Yeah. No, I'm all I'm one I'm one hundred percent for that. And and look, things yeah. have changed over the last like 20, 30 years. Yeah. There's look you should be as loyal to your company as they're gonna be to you when times get tough. Yeah. No, no, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um um no, so so my my tip for this week, you know, would literally be just just something as simple as, you know, if 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 you're on a football team and in this case, I mean soccer, and, and there's parents who are yelling, you know, racial epitaphs at your teammates. You Better have fight. 100% my blessing to tell them to go fuck themselves. And, <laughs> and, 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 and you just feel free to say, if you got a problem, my dad's right over there, <laughs> you know, next to his Asian wife. So maybe, you know, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe go see how, how he feels about it. But, you know, it, it's one of these. Not, awful- not exactly sure which options uh, scarier. 
<laughs> right. Yeah, seriously. Uh, not you exactly know, sure. Yeah. You know, uh, but but I was, you know, it was one of those things where, you know what, when 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 <laughs> when my absolutely horribly white son this summer, a, a co-worker told him go back where he came from because he had in his head that he's part Korean. So he came from Korea. <laughs> And and I'm like, you know what? Good. It's like, let's get it out of the way. You're gonna be, you know, you you will never really be racial profile. Let's be honest, boys. But it's nice that you get to kind of see what you might. Every your once mom, in a while, you know, yeah, that, you, that your mom's dealt with. You know, maybe now you can kind of see. You know, God forbid you look Asian. Let's just put it like that, man. You know, so so have a so I think it like, but it did. It it really 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 upset. You know, yeah. my my little guy that it's like. You know, and he said that he goes, yeah, there was a couple kids on the team, you know, who were saying stuff too. I'm like, yeah, how how do they not? You know, if their parents feel yeah. this emboldened on the sideline to say this, and we're in rural New Hampshire, but but yeah, he uh, my parenting tip is yeah, tell your kids they're yeah. more than welcome to tell racists to go fuck themselves, and if they're yeah. not sure how, you can draw them a picture. <laughs> <laughs> All you Biff. Take, what? Take, over, take over for no. Joe and ramble for five minutes and go. Uh, I, I think now that I have the uh, the floor, I think I'd like to uh, talk about the uh, the uh, evolution of all-girl metal in Japan. So for the next 30 minutes or longer, <laughs> I'm kidding. I am kidding. Oh, my God. It, you know it, you know that thing where they t they tell you, to, uh, like, it, it's, a, it's some stuff that, that's going around saying, you know, you, know you, you have to pick a subject. And with no material preparation, you have to talk 30 minutes straight about something, right? I could do that, or actually, actually, what's even better is I could actually talk about what we call the Deep Purple Family Tree, where Deep Purple as a band have spawned so many bands that all of you, well, except for maybe Scotty, all of you probably dislike. So, so I could literally talk about that for thirty minutes. But you, you know, I think what's more important than that, it's really important that you don't forget. And here's what he writes. Dear Casey, this may seem to be a strange dedication request, but I'm quite sincere, and it'll mean a lot if you play it. Recently, there was a death in our family. He was a little dog named Snuckles, but he was most certainly a part of... Let's come start again. I'm coming out of the record. Play the record, okay? Please. See, when you come out of those up-tempo goddamn numbers, man, it's impossible to make those transitions. And then you got to go into somebody dying. You know, they do this to me all the time. I don't know what the hell they do it for, but goddamn it, if we can't come out of a slow record, I don't understand it. Is Don on the phone? Okay, I want a goddamn concerted effort to come out of a record that isn't a fucking up-tempo record every time I do a goddamn death dedication. Now, make it, and I also want to know what happened to the pictures I was supposed to see this week. This is a god last goddamn time. I want somebody to use his fucking brain to not come out of a goddamn record that is uh, that, that's up tempo, and I got to talk about a fucking dog dying. Yeah. 
Emancipate each other, please.